Bixby's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are America. One voice, united we stand. We are America. We are the greatest nation in the world. A breath of fresh air. Common sense. Very impressive. He's articulate and he knows exactly what we need. Herman Kane. Herman Kane. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Kane. Thank you for joining me. Because we are going to tell you the truth, give you the facts, because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Welcome. Herman, how you doing today? Now, let's talk about this DEA chief thing for a moment. Sure. Are this lady says that her hands were tied, she couldn't discipline anybody. Is it for the same reasons that many of the other agency heads said they can't fire people? Is it because of this, uh, the uh, civil service yeah. rules and regulations? You are correct. Uh, what is really interesting, because there have been a couple hearings, and I really wish I've, I have had more time to go back, and I, I need to write a broader story for my blog about you know, Republicans sort of peeling back the onion on some of these things. I mean, think about this. You're in charge of the Drug Enforcement Administration, so you're the top dog, right? So right. You're, you're, you know, you're the big boss. When, let's say, Agent Dupree gets in trouble, uh, and you go through a, a, a process through your supervisors or whatever, and then the, you know, Commissioner Kane finds out about it, and he's mad about what Dupree did. You have no power whatsoever as the boss of this agency to intervene in any way in my punishment procedure. You cannot propose a punishment. You cannot tell people what you think they should do. You are not allowed to get involved in it at all. There's separate people and separate boards and all kinds of stuff that are there. And it was really interesting at the hearing last week because Michelle Leonhardt, the DEA chief, was trying to say to lawmakers, look, I know you're mad about the revelations on these drug agents who are down behaving badly in South America, but I couldn't do anything about it, was her message. Right. I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't t t you know, do anything else to them other than the, the procedures that were in place. I think what lawmakers felt like with two things, A, they'd like to change some of that, some of them, but B, I think on both sides they felt like that even if your hands are tied, you're restricted from getting involved. And again, we can understand why, because of the old spoil system where you could come in and fire people willy-nilly and move people out. I get that's why they changed it. But I think that what lawmakers wanted to see, just like there was a Secret Service director who got pushed out last year, who in the aftermath of the fence jumper and more just sort of shrugged it off and said, you know, we're, don't worry, we're doing fine here. They didn't sense any outrage. They didn't sense any effort by this person, Michelle Leonhardt, to stand up and maybe let her voice be heard and go very public and denounce some of this behavior or anything like that. She said, well, right. I sent out a memo, you know, I sent out an email agency-wide, and you could just sort of sense among the lawmakers, like, that's all you did? You know, wouldn't you want to get out there and say more? But she was right in the sense that her hands were tied. There was only so much she could do. Uh, but obviously, uh, lawmakers had lost confidence in her and felt like not enough was getting done. And so uh, she's going to be retiring next month. It, it, her, her departure, nothing was mentioned about these DEA sex parties. But look, 
last week we had the hearing, it's again to me, Herman, points out how important congressional oversight is. This report was dropped before Easter. It was a big story. I think we talked about it. I wrote about it. Right. But then we forgot about it over Easter. And then they had this hearing and it blew back up and within one week she's gone. And it's a reminder that you need to haul these people in, put them up there in public and see what's happening. Sometimes you never know what the court of public opinion will do. But to put somebody else in there who equally has their hands tied doesn't make any sense. Well, That's you're not right. working on the right problem. No, How and, and I think what you're going to see, well, you know, look, this is a test. Republicans are control of Congress. They have complained loudly about a lot of things in recent years, right? Right. That, and so, to me, it's on them in a number of ways. What will they put up there in terms of reforms? Now, I'll guarantee you just about anything they try to change in terms of how civil service laws are set up will be opposed by Democrats, and it will be difficult to do anything along those lines. Another example is some I'm just listening on a hearing a few minutes ago with the IRS commissioner, the issue of official time. If you don't know what official time is, that is the amount of time that is spent by people who are employed by Uncle Sam. They are government employees. But they work at the big agencies, and all they do, they don't do any work except union work. Union work. So there are millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions spent every year just on people, employing people for official time duties. And there's a lot of Republicans, obviously, who are not fans of unions and would like to see that number cut way back. They argue that, you know, this is a waste of resources and the, and the people shouldn't be paying for that with their taxpayer dollars. Right. We'll see if they actually bring anything forward to try to squeeze that down. They've got the chance. Both of those are absolutely ridiculous. Number one, you don't have the power to discipline people that you're supposed to have as part of your job under your command. And then number two, uh, this this other, it, it's ridiculous. How long have these civil service rules, regulations, and all of this stuff been around? Well, uh, since the big reforms, as I remember, uh, was in the Rutherford B. Hayes administration, I believe. I don't remember when exactly they were passed. But then, of course, uh, they've been updated a great deal since along the way. But, yeah, uh, uh, I would say the pendulum probably uh, swung way over to one side, and it might come swinging back. We'll see if Republicans are able to do that. You know, again, there's safeguards there for a reason. Because you don't want, say, you know, let's just say the Republicans win next time. You don't really want them to come in and be able to fire thousands of people and then bring in their own people. Because then a few years later, the Democrats could win the presidency back and go do the same thing. That It's not really the best thing. On the other hand, if you have so many safeguards that you're not able to address issues. I mean, my joke around here, and it's not that much of a joke, you can murder somebody while working for the federal government, and you might not lose your job. Yeah. Because it's just, it's except, you know who the only people are that it seems like they're easy to fire? Whistleblowers. Yeah. They're the ones that seem to get uh, the, the, the quickest action overall from a federal agency. In right. fact, we got a couple of them testifying right now before the uh, Veterans Committee in the House of Representatives about uh, mismanagement both in Philadelphia and out in Oakland as well. Now... Are these whistleblowers that are testifying at the VA hearings going on right now? Yeah, right okay. now, in fact, looking All up right. at Jeff Miller, the chairman of the House Veterans Committee, who's uh, who brought that in earlier today. Right. There's, I don't know if you saw this article about this uh, top official that they wanted to move up to the Philadelphia VA and right. how they used a program to get her house sold 
and then move her up there and everything. They spent several hundred thousand dollars just for that, for those kind of expenses I remember. and incentives. Yeah. And I think there's a number of lawmakers that are starting to say, wait a second, if you're doing that, how many other places is this happening where you're spending huge amounts of money on real estate expenses and relocation services? In fact, the relocation money, 211000 bucks worth, was sent directly to a third-party vendor that specializes, evidently, in buying these kind of houses that are being sold by government employees knowing full well they'll get paid a little extra money they can sell it for less than it was worth because they're still going to get extra cash from the federal government uh we reported on uh, either that or a similar story and then you live there yeah i'm here Two hundred and two hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars. Well, spent. fourteen minutes after the hour, Jamie Dupree will uh, sit in here for Herman. It's it's one of these things. As we look at these hearings that are going on today, I have to say that uh, uh, certainly there'll be a lot of tests here for Republicans in the Congress as they try to figure out. You can hold all kinds of hearings, you can do all kinds of oversight, but if you can't bring to bear any changes in what's going on then it doesn't really matter Can at that point me? in time, does it? it? It doesn't really matter how far forward you go on that uh, because it's a situation in which, uh, uh, in which you're looking for which way to go with, those, uh, uh, with, those, uh, with that kind of legislative thing. Yeah, we had a couple of uh, technical difficulties there for a moment. So, uh, um, but uh, he was reporting on some of the restrictions on civil service people in order to be able to do their jobs. I mean, heads of agencies. I hope that Republicans will bring forth legislation in order to change that. Because, number one, imagine trying to do a job when you don't have the ability to discipline the people that are part of your organization. That absolutely makes no sense. Now, Jamie explained that it was put in such that people couldn't come in and just do wholesale firings of their people. Uh, when they wanted to bring in a new administration and this sort of thing. But this is overkill in terms of people not being able to do their jobs. No, this DEA chief didn't condone it, but then she was being honest with members of Congress saying, well, her hands were tied. It's like that with every federal agency in terms of their hands are tied because of civil service regulations or civil service rules and this sort of thing. And we wonder why there's no accountability in Washington, D.C. I think it has a lot to do with uh, that sort of thing in terms of no accountability. If people aren't afraid to being fired, well, they're not afraid to not do their jobs. And that's part of a lot of the stuff that we have been uh, experiencing and seeing, and it relates to a lot of this other stuff. The other good point, uh, significant point that Jamie brought up was this is why oversight is so critical. This is why that if you elect people to represent the people in the House and the Senate, and they sit on one of these oversight committees, they can very easily look the other way. The one that comes to mind was when Barney Frank, the Democrats were in control, Barney Frank sat on a committee that was supposed to be providing oversight for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Well, he claimed there were no problems there. It turns out there were a lot of problems there, and he just looked the other way claimed that there were no problems there, only to find out that the problems were so big that it helped to uh, bring down the entire housing industry because of some of the things that they were doing in terms of what they call derivatives, which is bundling of house loans, and many of them were not good loans and things of this nature. So yes, there need, there need to be some major changes in Washington, D.C. relative to holding people accountable, relative to people having the 
authority and the responsibility to go with it, but having the authority to go with the responsibility if they're in charge of stuff. So let's hope that the Republicans now being in control will definitely do something in terms of changing some of these rules that do not make sense. You're listening to The Herman Cain Show. Breaking news, experience, and insight. Herman Cain brings it to you every day, every day. on the radio and at HermanCain.com. Coming up, rapid fire. 877-310-2100. 